Yo, Sonya, drop the beat. Yo, Sonya, drop the beat. <laughs> okay. Hey. What up, everybody? It's me, Cassandra Melody, with my girl Sonya. Beat. That's what we do. We're gonna beat here for you, for you, for you to know. We're gonna talk about fucking fuck everyone else. <laughs> Hello! Hi everyone! Welcome to Brews and Brew Haha's with me, Cassandra Melody, and I have my girlfriend Sonia on this week's episode. Hey Sonia! Hey girl! I'm so happy to be here! Woo! I'm so happy you're here. Sonia is a longtime friend of mine who has a lot of opinions and she's gonna be amazing for today's topic, which is uh what do we call it today again? We said it was Fuck you, broke motherfuckers. This was a direct quote from Miss Sonia herself when we are talking about things for today. And it's not really about, you know, all the men. Yeah, it's not about bashing men, no. per se. Um, but it is specific to the broke motherfuckers. That's <laughs> what? Chivalry is dead. Chival yeah, so it all goes back to chivalry is dead. <laughs> and the conversation started with, I fucking with no broke motherfuckers. Yeah, and rightfully so. You don't need to be doing that. I don't do that. I've learned lessons from this. And broke doesn't always have to mean financially. Yes. There are other ways to be broken, but we'll get yes. into that a bit later. For now, we're going to talk about this week's brew. Uh, so for this week, we have a strawberry hibiscus from Reinhardt's, flavored cider from Steiner, Ontario, 5% alcohol. And it says it's fresh pressed apples, strawberry juice concentrate. Wasn't this hibiscus? Oh, strawberry hibiscus. <laughs> <laughs> it had flavor. It had, had flavor in there. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. So what do you think of it? Because we actually opened this a little bit ago, but it was good. Um, honestly, I actually like it. Um, so with ciders, it kind of depends because mm. sometimes I'm not a big cider fan. But I actually like this. The only thing I would say is that it's like almost like pop. Yeah. It's a refreshing pop. It tastes really good. Like the hibiscus, the raspberry, really good. Um, but because it's alcohol, I might drink too much. But that, that's my only thing to say about no, it. No, 100%. Like normally with any kind of alcoholic beverage, I can always taste the alcohol and know I've mm. had something that has alcohol in it. Like you said, it does taste like pop. I don't feel like I drank something that has alcohol. Yeah. Because it kind of makes me tired. You know, as I'm getting older, oh my God. Anything I drink, honestly, like I get really tired yeah. in five minutes of drinking it. That's, I think that's a fair, okay, so for me, if I am not doing anything, if there is no stimulus, mm -hmm. yeah, damn straight. Yeah. Damn straight, I'm just like, yo, okay, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't, I'm just, yeah, I'm not fucking with nobody mm -hmm. if I drink and I'm not doing anything. No, me either. But this, what's good about this as well is it's a naturally vegan and gluten-free, which most ciders are, so the fact that they're putting it on the can is just, I guess, promotional and whatnot. But anyways, got it the LCBO. It's not that much money. You can try it out if you want to. And uh, yeah, let's move on to this week's brouhaha. Fuck you, you broke motherfuckers. I still laugh about this. <laughs> sorry. Oh my God. Yo, when you said that today, like obviously I had to write it down. So I was like, yes, it's too funny. Okay, so I have to I think I have to give context yeah, on to why yeah. I said it. Uh -huh. um, okay, so just personally, um, 
I'm a little frustrated and tired with uh, speaking or dating uh, grown men who feel like it's a problem to wine and dine the person that you are trying to attain or whoever you're attracted to. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it's just maybe I'm a little old school, but I feel like with everything that a woman has to do to make sure that she's like pretty primmed proper for her partner, why is it such an issue for you to basically eat her? Simple things, simple shit. But the, what you're talking about with women having to do like all this um, priming of ourselves to look attractive to men or be seen as attractive, it costs a lot of money, man. Damn straight it does. Like a lot. Like I was looking, I think I saw a post somewhere online recently where someone was breaking down what mm -hmm. women have to do before mm -hmm. they can even be seen by men. Mm -hmm. And then this guy was posting in this TikTok, like I was telling you today, I yeah. love TikTok. Very educational and you get a lot of opinions on there, but they're like good opinions. Mm -hmm. This guy was basically trying to say, Women, you need to do this, that, and the other for me to even talk to you. And then someone else interjected the video because you can kind of like respond to shit. Right. And it was basically like, this is what's wrong with men. You got nothing to offer. Ah. You guys put all these stipulations uh, out there. What we need to do first Right? Right. And that's my point. Like my point is, and it's okay. So again, it's getting to a point where it's like, oh, well, you want equal rights. And I'm like, hey, okay, you know what? First of all, I'm getting really tired mm -hmm. of that being thrown in our face when I say that I want chivalry. If I want chivalry, that means that I don't want equal rights. Mm -hmm. How does that even work? And again, we won't even go into that realm of that like conversation because equal rights, like it, it doesn't equate and it's actually a piss me off yeah. when I say, okay, well, you should pay for dinner. Didn't you want equal rights? It's an annoying. You're, and you're right with that. Equal rights is a very co complex thing to talk about because it's not just about the things where you're paying for dinner, you're doing all these other things. Like when you talk about women in the workforce, as one right. stream of that, not being paid the same mm -hmm. as men, doing more. Mm -hmm. Women who have children on top of that, mm -hmm. who come to work tired and they tend to put more effort or energy into mm -hmm. their children on, on average, and then are expected to do the most when they're at work mm -hmm. or not seen for what they do. Mm -hmm. That's just one stream alone. Right. Then you just talk about like even being able to, you know, walk down a street in a, maybe a short skirt. Something However like you feel. And, how are you and feel? not being attacked. Not being attacked. That's what we mean by equal rights as well. Men are not getting this level of attack from other men. I'm not, not going to say other men, but from, you know, generally they're not ha it's not happening. Maybe in like queer communities that may happen the, a little bit and more. And that's, that, yes. Yes. Don't know. Maybe some context needs to be yes, around that. Yes. But that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. For that area. Mm -hmm. But, you know, talking as cisgender, heterosexual women, mm -hmm. like from our experience, like it's, it's really shitty. It's absolutely shitty. So hence why I get annoyed when one has nothing to do with the other. No. And. The fact that, okay, so you are trying to pursue me, okay? Um, and like you said, I, I mean, I didn't have to have to see that ad, that, that um, thing it's that broke it down, yeah. because I know how much it costs. Mm -hmm. And so when I do the nails and I do the hair and I do my eyebrows and I get waxed and I, I've spent more than your dinner would ever cost. Mm -hmm. I don't ask you, I don't, you don't, you're not responsible for those things, mm -hmm. right? Why, why is, and we're going to go into those parts, but I'm like, there's on those bases. Mm -hmm. Why is that, a, what, why is it a problem for you to pay for me to eat? Like, and go out and enjoy the time. Like, why is that a problem mm -hmm. 
is it so if I come untreated, untreated, no nails, no, no wax, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I that's okay, right? Because well, I think the problem is that men don't realize that in the traditional way that we interact in the straight world, men need to use dates and stuff like that as investments into a relationship. Right. It's putting money, physical money or whatever, into, you know, what could be or transpire later on. Like, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. So I dated a guy once. We went on a date. And I actually said to him, hey, I'm going to go see this movie. Do you want to come with me? I already got my ticket. It was like a special event. Da, 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 da. He got his ticket. The fact that I had to already initiate the fact that there was interest and like, let's go on a date. That's one thing. Maybe I was being progressive woman by doing that. And that's what I thought. I'm like, it's a $10 ticket. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, whatever. Like, it's not that serious. We go on this date, and then he wants to go for drinks after. And he has, and I say has the nerve to tell me at this point now, after I look good, qualified myself and made myself look amazing, did up everything you said. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, just let you know, like, I'm going to pay for um, the drink tonight, you know, because that's what I do. And I'm like, you couldn't even ask me out on a date to begin with. Now you want to take me out for drinks. And now even the drinks that he was, like, suggesting, you could tell that he was watching his wallet with me. Like, Let's get a pint of beer. And I'm, I'm not opposed to beer. I love beer. I'm, I'm that type of girl. But it was like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. You're going to now kind of monitor what I can get. If you want to make an investment relationship or investment into someone, especially at the start, show me your best self. And I, I get maybe during pandemic, it's not as easy to maybe do that. But there's other ways of doing it. And if you've ever seen any of this like online dating stuff where people are sending meals or sending peer mm. packages or something like that as a way to start that, women love um not even acts of kindness but acts yes. of service or just little surprises acts of kindness and mm. being like like desired and that you're trying like so here's the the skinny guys if you don't watch your pockets beforehand and you're not trying to be stingy and you just treat this woman like you like she matters or like that you care or that she is worth this effort i guarantee you you will get it tenfold if it's a woman that's worth it. Like, obviously, you're not going to go around and just be like, you know, Johnny, good time for everybody. But you guys need to make a decision. Like, if you treat a woman good, what nine get? times out of ten, she you will get two times double the treatment that you give her. Yeah. I, well, then I have another story. Then tell me the story. Kind of adds that because I had a I have a friend or had a friend who was paying for everything with this guy that they were dating and doing all this kind of stuff. And the guy was never taking them seriously. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a conversation being like, you don't allow that guy to traditionally be mm-hmm. that guy. And when we put that much mm-hmm. masculine energy into stuff, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Nope. So when you can sit in your own feminine energy and allow the guy to be the guy, that's when he shows up his best way. So if you're doing that, you're doing all your prep and all this kind of stuff. It's not to say that you may not buy that person a drink or whatever. And yes, sorry, sorry guys. You know? I have to make sure you understand. I ain't a cheap bitch. So at the end of the day, like I said, if you deal with me proper, that's not a problem. Exactly. But yes. But at on. the onset, most women or many women like to receive something because they know I'm going to give you back tenfold. Ten, tenfold. And that's what I don't think you guys understand. Mm-hmm. Like a woman is always. A woman always gives more. It's yeah. what we do. It's in our nature. Mm-hmm. So again, and I think it kind of goes back to, you know, you want, you want a certain amount of, you want a certain of like a level of catering to, 
Let me cater to you. And then, 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 as much as we're being progressive, our world is still very much male dominated. Our society is male dominated, yeah. and it's very like it's very geared towards the man. Let's just be very clear. Um, and then she was talking about that song, and I was just like, I love that song. And but again, naturally is I'm like, let me find a man that's worth that, yeah. and I will do that. Mm -hmm. But you've got to be worth it. So how do you show you're worth it? Like how do you show and prove? Like how do you put your best foot forward because, I mean, you could be a dime a dozen mm -hmm. and I could be wasting my time with you. Mm -hmm. So it's, for me, I'm just like, if you are, are squabbling about paying for our, our outings, mm -hmm. how are you going to be, if we ever made it to anywhere, how That's, are you going to be a provider? Dude, it's such a fucking turn off. Like it is such right? a turn Because these are the things women are looking at and I don't think people understand that, right? Like. As a woman, if I have children with you, if I get married to you, there is going to be a point in time where I am going to actually need to rely on you. Yeah. If you can't pay for dinner, how the hell do I even get from, you can't pay for a $100 dinner, but I'm going to be on mat leave and rely on you? Exactly. And, and right. Like with the men, like sometimes like if they can't afford it, like I'd rather you do something that's within your means. I totally which would be beautiful. Totally, but it's the lack of effort. I think that's what that's a lot of the women problem. Have a problem. And like every girl I know who's in a relationship, or woman I know who's in a relationship, has told me and is telling mm -hmm. me, I'm the one planning trying for dates, relationship or not. Actually, all women mm -hmm. I know who are dating or in relationships, mm -hmm. I plan dates. I want some romance. What happened to this generation of men not providing romance? Like, if a woman's telling you, you know, it'd be cool. I like to do an art class with you. And you're like, okay, that's cool. And you just sit back and don't do anything, anything with it. Listen to your person. Listen to the person you're with because it helps you and benefits you later on in life. And it goes both ways. But again, women tend to always take that on and, you know, try to appease everyone mm -hmm. for the sake of having that common, like, cordialness or whatever. Like, it's just annoying. We're pleasers. And like I said, you're right, Cass. We, you, it's not about it's not about the dollar amount. Mm -mm. It is not about the dollar amount. Like it's effort at the end of the day. I I'll say this all the time. My friends make fun of me like for all this. I'll say a story. Um, I remember a guy that when we were younger, I was moving, and he bought me. Guys, I shit you not. He bought me a forty ounce. Okay. For what? A welcome? A, a, no, just like to say bye. But again, it's not my boyfriend. It's not my boyfriend. We're friends. We were maybe 14, 15. Mm. And I remember I was, it wasn't about what he bought me. It was the fact that you thought about me. It, that's really what it was. I was just like, oh. Yeah. I, my friends laugh at me because they're just like, Sonia, it was a 40. Well, no. Ask some questions. What's the question? How old were you? Like 15. How old was he? Mm, 16. Underage drinking. That's what I want to bring up. Everybody. Oh, God. Come on. Are you kidding me? Okay, this bitch trying to Under, act. She's trying to act. 14. She's, trying to, she's trying to act. Up. Oh don't, don't listen to her. God. She's trying to act up. Jesus, take the wheel. Shut your rock. Shut <laughs> <laughs> blood clot. Whatever. Okay, whatever. The point <laughs> is, is that he thought about me. No. So I'm I was nice. all like, I was really like, I remember I was just like, I was really Wait, appreciative. Was, was Beatrice laughing yes. at you? Yes. 
fun B. B was like, Sonia, it's a 40. But let's be real, though. It was a 40. Like, but At that age, though, that's what we were drinking. I get it. was what we were drinking. I, I, Max right? Was Ma- it was Max 40. Well, yeah, that's that's that. That. <laughs> Do you know what they used to call me Maxie? Oh, shit. Because I'm not joking. Oh, God. Max 40s all the time. Oh, my God. That shit's effing disgusting. So, yes, it was a Max 40. I just got so hyped. I did get hyped, too. (laughs) (laughs) But, again, the point was that you thought about me. And to be totally honest, I knew he liked me. Yeah. I just wasn't really, like, it's it's not, I just wasn't really into him like that. And again, it wasn't about the 40. It was about the act of kindness. Mm-hmm. And for like that split moment, I thought for real, for real about dating you. Like real talks. Because I was just like, you will think about me. Mm-hmm. And that's my whole point. That is my whole. That thoughtfulness. Right? The thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. The, like, again, it, even if you don't believe in like, like old time or traditional gen, like gender roles, and that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, what I'm saying to you, though, is. That as a woman, if you are not concerned about, because again, I take care of myself. I take care of myself. You don't take care of me. And that's fine. Like, I know that. But if you're not concerned about, am I, like, you okay? Did you eat? Mm-hmm. If you're not concerned about me at all, mm-hmm. what is the purpose of you? But then again, it's the whole, men have been catered to. They damn, they damn well sung the fucking song. <laughs> but I mean, they talk about men that like do for them though. Like, there's a difference. Mm. They're talk like so. Just so FYI, guys, Beyonce's a millionaire and Jay Z still gives her an allowance. That's what's up. Hint, hint. Because it's not about the money. It's about I am like I taking care I am you. taking care of you. Like that's why I don't think guys understand that. Like you don't even have to do half the. Th- Bro, if I was a gold digger, I would not be trying to talk to a man that's trying to, like, squabble about paying for dinner, okay? I'd go big. Like, I always say that. If I'm going to go big, I'm going to go big. I'll go home. Like, I don't need to squabble about you for paying for dinner. So it's not about the money. It's about the effort and the care and the... I, I, I feel I need to take care of you because... No, I don't want to say you're mine because that sounds possessive. Yeah. But in hindsight. So... I think I'll take it maybe a step back yeah. because it's important to know where we're meeting these men and like mm-hmm. how we're meeting them. So I was, I've been single for a bit. Obviously I'm in a relationship now mm-hmm. and now it's long distance, which is different. But in my single time, I was going on the apps to meet a lot of men because I, I wasn't meeting people in person. It just wasn't happening for me. Okay. So do you have a preference when it comes to meeting men in person and do you find that they're qualities are a bit different or how they are is different versus meeting men on app dating applications Mm. is there a difference between the in-person experience versus the app experience especially like at this stage of life people aren't going outside and pandemic or panini (laughs) one guy panini panderosa ponder replay panoramic okay all these terms y'all are making it sound real hype but go ahead it's a party man we're in a party Okay, so do you think there's a difference, really? Because for me, the men I have met in the past that were in person, I was a very shy person, and I think I actually, not scared, but, you know, warded off. Oh, we talked about this Mm. when we were in Vegas, Mm -hmm. and that guy was coming up to me, and he was dancing with me, and I was like, oh, okay, thank you. (laughs) Like, I couldn't even, like, handle it. I think I passed him off. I was like, oh, it's someone over there's birthday. Go. Oh God! Because no, no, that okay. She she totally just explained like she just like exposed herself. Oh no! That because 
that night, I had a lot of motherfucking guys oh, coming up. And I was like, where the fuck are you coming from? And I feel like she sent one of them my <laughs> way because it was my birthday. But go on. I'll kick it her was ass your after. Birthday. Was- go on. <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs> Was it one of the crazy motherfuckers? Were we on? Were we on the balcony thingy? Yeah. Oh, she said, and he was a crazy motherfucker. Okay. Was my was that the black guy though? No, because I think it was a black. The guy. white guy and the black guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to have some stupid ass motherfucking conversations with these motherfucking people. Not the like. Yeah. It was a party. It was a party. Yay, Vegas. I want to go back. Okay, I do, but I'm gonna kick your ass for that because I didn't know you sent him my way. But go on. I sent him with, with in kind, okay? The it wasn't in kind. Great. He was a motherfucking idiot. It's he, not my fault. It's he dark. Was a motherfucking. How am I supposed to know how he's like? She was just like, bitch. She's gonna talk to you. That's what she did. She said she's gonna talk because she's I, social. Hold on. Let's sidebar this completely. Okay, we're gonna sidebar because I am not the one out of the friend group who likes to pimp people out. Let's talk. She about- didn't pimp me out. It's not. But, I'm not saying that. No, no. You know who I'm talking about? Who likes to pimp people? Me. B likes to pick people. But it's always, it's always for the good of us, though. It's always for our benefits. Like, it's the always... One. The she really does. Ones like, she really does. Here. Yeah, she really there. does. She really does. But it's always, first of all, it's always like, girl, I got you. Like, it's always one of those. Like, we, even though we don't want to get gotten, she, she got us. Yeah, so she, she, she was, like, back then, if she knew you were single, she'd be like, okay, here. Because yes. she was in her relationship and was married already at that point. She's like, yeah, okay. You here, you there, you there. Yo, yo, B, we're talking about you. I love it. I yeah. do, because she really was to. like a little jingle. Yeah. I told her what I'm like, yo, you sound like a pimp, eh? She did! <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> I had to sidebar and Okay. Because, like, don't make me sound like I you was were not pimping me. I was doing something. You were not. It was your birthday? And I was like, yo, I just you feel need like you love. just did you not. Single Girl, I, was, I was single. Yeah, but I was getting birthday love. Remember? Listen, I was getting birthday love. To the point where I was like, okay, just stop now because this is ridiculous. What, what's happening? Everybody's trying to kiss me. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but <laughs> so no, like, everybody was yeah. like, everybody. And I remember I was like, okay, guys, I get that I like, I'm the kissing bandit. I'm kind of okay, so I'm kind of known for that shit. I have fun, like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that night, I was like, okay, bro, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Oh, Vegas. It was like, good though. Honestly, I feel like next time we go though, like we have to like experience more. No, we're going to where me and my mom stayed. Where did my, you guys stay? We stayed at um the Cosmopolitan. Ooh. May had stayed there with her friends. Like I think maybe like the, the September before uh. me and my mom went. And I saw what it looked like. I'm like, okay, cool, let's stay there. And we went in May, I'm gonna say. Like May two for a weekend. I think we went mm. May two for a weekend. You already know, mama likes the party. My mom is like her mom is the, the Christian good time woman. Her like, mom is the hottest. I love it. She's too much. The I woman was up till three o'clock in the morning on slots and having fun talking to people. Me, mom, we had to be up at six o'clock in the morning to go see the freaking Hoover Dam. I had to come down out of my sleep and be like, Adriana, <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired. I can't. Yeah, Adriana. that's how she is. Like, so me and your mom need to go because your bitches didn't want to stay at the yeah, casino see, with me. Yeah, my mom are both Sagittarius. Yeah. Oh! Yay! Me and your mom are gonna have the fucking best time. I'm gonna turn your mom out. You're turning my mom out? I'm turning your mom out. Mom, you're this please. Save yourself. Mama, I'm save turning yourself. her out, okay? <laughs> the hot mama, I'm turning her out. And she's a saggy? What? Yeah, she's like you. Likes the party, likes to have fun. Yes, nice you people. bitches. Okay, so, sorry. You call my mama a bitch? No, I said you bitches, not oh. your mom. <laughs> you. <laughs> you. 
I, yeah, they did not want to. They did not want to go to a casino with me. Really? What, in Vegas? Yes. No. Don't even. Don't. Do you want to? Tired t- ass motherfuckers. No. No. I have a witness to this. You know who kept talking about they had some personal commitment to a picnic of them back home. <laughs> no, Beatrice, please. I have a witness because me and B shared a room. I was on your room. She was talking about how her back was hurting her. All these old motherfuckers. Janelle was talking about her child, how they, she's tired. They fucked me up, yo. They fucked me up no. on my 30th birthday. Yes. So that's what happened. <laughs> I, mean, I was ready. I, you already know. Me and B were on the plane. Well, the, me and you we should have just went. Beatrice was tired too. Don't play. Oh, Beatrice is always tired, but Beatrice would still would drink with me. Do you remember on the plane when we went down there? You yes. guys were seeing one place. Me and B had this guy yeah. who became our y'all. Friend. Y'all got fucked up. I, yeah, I got fucked up before I got to Vegas. <laughs> and then when we got to Vegas, like not you, not you. But he's like, I'm tired. I was like, you bitch. Why did you drink so much on oh, the damn plane? <laughs> Like, yeah, I was like, okay, I just need to rest for like an hour or so, and like, I'm good to go. All I'm again. saying is that when we go back, we have to do it differently. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. When I went with my mom, and yeah, we sidebarred. That's fine. We're cool. Yeah. When I went with my mom, I saw the real Vegas. The amount of men that picked me up, I, know. I couldn't believe what was going on. It's like the hookup town. And this is right before their Memorial Day weekend. So everyone starts coming in as I'm like leaving. I saw prostitution everywhere oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we didn't see any no i saw a lot of black girls being hunted mm. by a lot of um older white men no no not not white no what another ethnicity south asia oh mm-hmm. i'm actually i shouldn't say okay see i'm trying to find a good word to say it i'm surprised mm-hmm. not shocked like they're because black women are beautiful no matter what and everybody's attracted to us mm-hmm. sorry guys um but I am surprised mm-hmm. because for the most part, they don't really like. Well, so I found out something recently about a lot of like South Asian women are like black women where they see that their men don't like them. Their men go for white women. Mm. I never knew about this. I didn't but know that. These conversations have been shown. I'm telling you, TikTok oh, wow. and talk. TikTok. I think I'm gonna have to, honestly, she's totally like TikTok's gonna have to pay her because she's totally promoting. TikTok. I've been promoting it like crazy. no, but I, I'm, 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 a, I'm all about the money. They need to pay her because <laughs> <laughs> she's been promoting it. And like, no offense, TikTok, but I wasn't feeling you before she came here. No, Just TikTok's saying. a party, but that educational content, and I never knew about that. I did not and these girls know about did that. As a joke with this like one team music that's really funny. And then someone was like, no, this is true. I didn't know. And started talking about experiences. And then another lady, so one was a black lady, then a South Asian lady, like I saw all these videos. I went down this whole rabbit hole mm. of seeing how it's very similar in both like ethnicities and cultures, I guess, uh-huh. to have that perception. But still, South Asian men primarily do marry South Asian women. Mm-hmm. Black men do primarily date or marry black women, both on both sides. Mm-hmm. But in the media, we tend to see that mix. Yes, yes, I yeah. got what you're saying. So yeah. I was like, really, so that's what I saw a lot in Vegas. Honestly, I was surprised by the amount of prostitution. And I was seeing deals go down, negotiations for rates. It was fucking crazy. What like, the mumma clot is going on? <laughs> what the what? Yeah. Like, every, I think maybe because we went in December. Yeah. There were a lot fair. of people there, but it wasn't as much. But were, going yeah. in May. Uh, yeah. May. In the hotter times, I heard. Yeah, yeah. And it was even hot, hot then. Like, everyone's like, desert's about to be wicked next month. Like, wicked hot. Mm. And yeah, like. The vibe was different. I was like, okay, I get Fair why enough. people like Vegas. Yes, it can be expensive. Yes, it can be this and that and the other. Like, my mom and I got free tickets through Cosmo because they give you free tickets mm, for like, little shows, shows you know, okay. little shitty shows, whatever. So we chose this, like, comedy, I think, um, hypnosis one. 
And so I thought it was going to be like, whatever. They're going to get people up on stage. So the audience members all went up on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people went. And he does hypnosis. And he's, like, doing all these different things. And then he would, like, send some people off the stage. Send people off the stage and put them back into, like, normal state. And at the end, it turns into, like, this whole orgy party of these people making sex noise, dildos, blow-up dolls. This one black guy had one at his face, one at, like, it was literally madness. And here I am sitting down there with my mom just like, <laughs> my mom is so chill. She was laughing. Like, she didn't, I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. on like, like, with you beside me. Like, and she's just like, oh, look at this funny. <laughs> And what's funny was I was so tempted to actually go on stage, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, maybe not. Like, I was like, some of the things, like the one the black guy had, the one on his face. And so were they actually him. physically doing stuff? Or they were just like making noise and acting it out? No, they were on the hypnosis pretending they were fucking. Okay, but they weren't physically like fucking. No, no, they had clothes on. Because I was like, okay, that might have been too much for your mom. <laughs> that's porn. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, it's time to go. Right? I was like, oh, that's like too much. <laughs> like, nah, girl, chill. Like, not, we're not doing this today. <laughs> but, okay, so you wanted to go on. I go, okay. Yeah, let's go back. It's going to be fun. I can't wait for this to be over. I can't wait to go to Vegas. Yeah, I know. I can't wait to party. And find non-broke niggas. I'm sorry, men. I oh. should stop saying that. Oh, I didn't mean okay. the other word. I have someone in my life who loves that word, Jason Jones. Quite much. He says it all the time. I know, but uh, you know me. Like, at the end of the day, I don't really I don't really like to say the word. I don't say it. Sometimes, yeah. I've been influenced to say it. I, I'm part of that influence because I say it to you sometimes, too. <laughs> it's not, like, the thing is, in the community, it just kind of happens quite a bit. And I understand it because it's a lot of music and da-da-da-da. Listen, I could still say it, but just everybody understand they can't say it. That's all I'm saying. How do you feel about people who like to say that word? I'm annoyed. What do you mean? Like, oh, so be no, <laughs> no, no. Okay, sorry. So I can't tell you. Like, listen, I can't tell. Okay, so I have a, the best example of this. Okay. Um, in high school, I remember there was a girl from Pakistan, and um, I remember Pakistan. It was a song. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah. You remember? No. Pakistan, show me, show me your friend. Yo, I'm telling I you. I think this I time. do remember that. Pakistan, show me your I, I when know the, this. I, I think I remember when the, like, the. Anyways, Jesus Christ, she, she made totally. Pakistani cultural moment. She totally this. made me um, do a sidebar. Anywho, okay. so I remember seeing the, meeting this girl, and I had asked her, What's your background? And excuse me when I say this, but this is what she said. She's like, I'm a Paki. Oh, man. And I stopped and I looked at her, and I'm like, Okay, so you're from Pakistan. And she. Can I be honest with you? It was a, it's a defense mechanism. It was a defense mechanism. And I, I, like, as a black person, I do understand. Hence why, here, hence where the N-word became, like, because it's a defense mechanism. She said that. She did. But Cass, I'm telling you, it's, it's the same. Okay. It's just you don't see it on a, such a big scale. But it's the same thing. Like, she was basically, let me right say this before you say it. I know exactly what but happened. But why would she think that you were going to approach her like that? Because... Yo, girl, I'm not going to lie to you, though. People used to call them that all the time. Like, let's be very clear. Mm. I don't, like, they, let's be very clear. Like, mm. and I did grow up, like, in Scarborough. There was a lot of Pakistani people. Scarborough. Um, but, yeah, so she was used to, and so it was an automatic defense. Wow. And I remember I was just like, okay, so you're from Pakistan. And she's like, Sonia, you could say it. You could say it. And I felt uncomfortable when I said, hey, listen. You could say, you can call, like, at the end of the day, I, 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 you can call yourself. I said, I am not, regardless if you're looking at me as one of them and saying that I can say it, I don't need to say it. 
Whatever your reasons are for saying it, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? But at, at the end of the day, it's just, and that's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Why the F does anybody, I don't care if black people say it too much, black, who gives a shit? Why do you want to say it? You need to ask yourself, why do you want to say it? Yeah. What is motivating you? I'm sorry, guys. I don't give a crap. I know it's like in like certain parts like New York or whatever, Hispanic people say it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I do not like it because racism racism is real in the Hispanic culture. But they always try to claim black as racism is real in the Hispanic culture, mm -hmm. like real, real, where the slave trade started, mm -hmm. real, real. And a lot of those people that you see saying nigger, their mother told them not to date a black woman or a black. You understand what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say? So my thing is, I'm like, why do you feel the need to say? Regardless if I don't think the rapper should say it, why do you need to say it? They just like that word. That word has given everyone power, apparently. It's not, how, how does it give you power? How did it give you power? Power to know that you, as an oppressor, can say a word that's oppressing people and you'd be socially accepted for saying Right? Anyways, we'll go. That's another conversation for another day because I could talk about that all day. I don't care. I love Cardi B. I love, but I do not like that you say it. It bothers me. Ooh. So you don't think Cardi B's black? She's not. <laughs> no. Listen, guys. I know this Afro-Latina is coming up and blah, 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 blah. She's not. Sorry. But she's not. It's the way you said it. But she is not. Sorry. Most, most Hispanic people have but, mixed okay. up in them. So, so everybody gets to claim they're black? But that's what's going on now. Because they've been... It's a privilege. They've been embracing it for so long. Anyone who's not, like, white-passing Latino... Has now... Like, Fat Joe says he's Afro-Latino. Yes! Now you're, everybody's Afro-Latino?! <laughs> Everybody's motherfucking... Okay, I'm sorry. See, I get upset. Because it's cool. You now... Because Fat Joe has been one of the people that's been criticized about using the N-word. So now you're Afro-Latina? Afro now you're Afro-Latina? Afro Bitch, you've always been Afro-Latina. That's not what you identified as. If you talk to people, Hispanic people, most of them don't even talk about no African... They were taught to erase it as much as you can. So not because it's cool. Does everybody come and tell me you're Afro-Latina? Okay. What the shit is this? <laughs> like, I am, I'm annoyed. No, you're not. You're not black. You don't get to just claim it because it's cool, Cass. I'm sorry. Everybody, I think that girl on freaking Basketball Wives, all of a sudden now, you're Afro-Latina too. Everybody's blood clot Afro-Latina now. So now you get to say nigga and now you get to just fuck right off. How did you live your life? Oh, <laughs> shut the shit up. I'm sorry. Just like they're Kim K braids, not because it's cool, guys. No, she called them both Derek braids. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, okay, I won't cuss anymore. Let me just stop. Funny enough, though, that another segue about braids, no one needs to be laughing so hard, but my God, Sonia. <laughs> sorry, she knows I, she knows I, get, I get heated. I get heated. I'm sorry. <laughs> When I heard Every, sorry, everybody's fucking Afro Latina. <laughs> Seriously? No, Cass, I didn't know he was trying to claim it now. Everybody's Afro Latina? Everybody? So, yo, like, I feel like it's like, I can say nigga. I'm black too. Fuck right off. <gasps> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Stupidness. Oh man.
Like that, they might as well be that white girl that was working the NAACP that was trying to be black the whole time. At least that bitch was really like she really like that's a like even though I don't agree with it. I but I don't agree with it because at the end of the day, like what do you what do you mean? Like how do you take a position for a black woman you're not black? But she's not the only one who's done that. She's not the only one. You see Martina from Germany? The, who got the injections to make her skin darker? Yes, I do. I did. She called, she's a black woman too. No, you she's see her weave? She's not. Yo, she, Yo no, she no, looks like yeah. mud. Yo, she looks like mud. Screw off. She does. She looks like us. She looks like us. Screw right off. She looks like us on a bad day. No, Cass, your your bitch ass can say she looks like you. <laughs> that bitch, not. that bitch don't look nothing like me. You can't look upon my pretty pretty skin. I said that look like we. No. Sorry, she knows I'm gonna get into patois too. So stop. Just stop. She's a black clerk. Just, <laughs> just stop. No, sorry, but yeah, she's black. So listen, I, you know what? The black mask. She says she's black, black one more time. No, she <laughs> says she's black one sorry. more time. But one more time. I'm gonna bust her ass. The diaspora's growing. Fuck you! It's cool. It's it's because it's cool. What are you doing no, for black not. people? It's not. Cool what are you doing black. for black people? Sonia, I disagree. It's not cool to be black. It's cool to pretend to be black. It's cool to like black culture. I know that. I know that. So what are you doing for black people? At the end of the day, like I said, at least that white lady, even though I think you're crazy, um, even at least she, at the end of the day, she really wants to be black. I ain't listening to motherfucking any other, like fat drawer, anybody, because you guys want to say nigga, tell me that you're fucking Afro-Latina. <laughs> so how about, what, what's his name? Takashi 69 Fuck right off! She take Fat Joe over him. What are you talking about? He's that multicolored bitch. <laughs> He's Mexican. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> he likes the bird too. I don't. I don't care. Like, I'm from New York. This is what we say. Because New York. Because New York has its own culture where they have everybody saying we all live the same life. I'm like, are you a black person? Nope. Do you know what? Like, because again, guys, I'm sorry. The the oppression on black people is real. It's almost like, do not try to pretend to be native either, bitch ass. Ooh. That's how it's like. Don't try to pretend to be native either. A lot of people in the states are like that. Everyone wants to claim indigenous rights. Indigenous. So they can get, no, tax free. That's what's up. <laughs> That's why everybody's trying to say Afro-Latina. So you can say nigga. Let's be real. Everybody knows Afro-Latina. <laughs> Trust shit. <laughs> Come piss me off. Now, yes, everybody's indigenous because you want to have no tax. Like, let's you you give two shits about the people and their struggle and their continued struggle. Sure. You give two shits about that. Sure. But it's cool. It's cool. You're right. It's not cool to be a black person. It's no. cool to fucking immolate that. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of that. Somebody come with me. The way people me. treat black people still... Like on a one on one basis, it's pretty shit. Come like, with me and talk to me about some fucking Afro Latino. Oh man, I feel for my Afro Latinos out there. Let me say something. There's nothing. There are Afro Latinas that accept that are that we're so, always that we're always. Okay, so is it based on their skin tone? No, their hair type. Listen, listen, listen. Cass, no, it's not even because again, there's all shades of black, and that's not true. I I know this for a fact, and anybody can't tell you. There's certain cultures. Like, you guys have tried to erase any blackness in you for fucking years. Mm -hmm. So not because it's become a term and it's cool now mm -hmm. do you get to say that. Mm -hmm. there, if you know, like, again, the people in Cuba, that if you understand that there is black cultures, in Brazil, they still treat fucking black people like shit. Yeah. So don't talk to me about no fucking Afro-Latina. Sorry, Because it's fucking cool. I'm not trying to Because it's fucking cool. Don't I, talk to me. 
I'm sorry. Suppo- I'm supportive. No, I'm supportive of it. Like, you know, I, if you listen, if you were like, mm. if that's what you were living as, and that's how you recognize, and that, like, seriously, you can't just be a black person. Mm. You have to. You have to live that. Like, seriously, it's yeah. you can't just decide that you want to be a fucking black person. <laughs> but do you think that's their way of trying to understand themselves? Like, so for Fat Joe, no, for example, Fat Joe, for example. You can say you have African in your background. So why can't he say that for Latino? Because then he technically would be. No, Cass, that's like somebody being like, how many generations, like there's black in how many generations back? Yeah, they have black in them, but they're not a black person, guys. But that's what I'm saying. So what is a black person then? At the end of the day, there's, okay, there, there are people. There's that Juju girl. There's that Amara Le- they're from Love and Hip Hop. There are actual... Okay. Afro Latinas that have lived their life like, seriously. But you're talking about to me about people who are dark skinned. That's why. No, saying. no, no. There are like because again, it's not. I'm sorry, it's not a skin tone thing. There are actual people that identified as being Afro Latinas. Most of them motherfuckers, just like how Dominican Republic doesn't want to be known as anywhere near okay, Haiti. Yeah. You understand what I'm trying to say? It is in their culture. So no, you don't get. You know what you get to say? I did my ancestry and I found out I have black in my ancestry, but you don't get to say Afro Latina mm-hmm. like you as a black Spanish person because it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Everybody has black in them. What are you talking about? Everybody has black in them, Cass. So everybody gets to say they're black? It's going to happen. No, you still don't get to say you're black. You could say you have black in you. You say that just like, no. So, so they don't count towards the diaspora? No. What if we want our diaspora to get bigger? Fuck that! I want real people! I want no fucking fake bitches that are trying to get in because they think it's cool. I'm sorry! Who the hell wants that? Where are you going? No, sit down, Sasha. I'm sorry. She's getting me upset. (laughs) I'm walking off on her. I was looking for my lighter. Sit down. Okay, I'm coming back. I'm not walking off on her. Where are you going? Really, I'm looking for my lighter. (laughs) Sit down. Talking to me about our diaspora needs to be bigger. We got enough. Louder. We got enough. Louder. No. No. You were Spanish this whole time. Hispanic. I accept you as Afro-Latino. Shut your ass. Because she Uh, likes it. I don't like Fat Joe like that. At the end of the day, like I said, I had this conversation and everybody's like, oh, well, Cardi B has, I said, everybody has black in them at some point, guys. But her father, isn't he the one who's Afro-Latino? No, I don't think so. That's where she says it comes from. It's not from the mom. The mom's like East Indian Trini. But that's my, my problem with Cardi B is the fact that we share the same culture. West Indian. I try to support her in certain ways. I still love her. Don't get me wrong. No, to have a problem. So one thing for me, which is a personal challenge. No, no, not that. Yes, yeah. When people um, raise mixed race children, Mm -hmm. black specifically, Mm -hmm. I always try to acknowledge whatever they do when it comes to the blackness and identifying the Mm -hmm. blackness in their kids. So the fact that her, especially being someone with some black heritage mm-hmm. in her, she does have it. I'm not saying she does. You can tell by her hair. Her natural hair is how I can tell. It our hair is Most one of Spanish those... people who have that hair. They all have black in them. I'm not That's what I'm saying. They I'm all saying. do, but they've all tried not to be. So why are we now like saying they're all black now? I'm not saying she's black. I never said that. I said that she has. They black all heritage. have that hair. But her raising a black daughter and yes. trying to. Uh, have that common yes. ground with some of her black heritage that's in her. Okay. I have no problem with that. I'm supportive of that. I am supportive she's, of that. She's uh, raising a mixed... Uh, Representing, yes. A daughter who's I agree. black presenting, let's I say. Agree. She's mixed race. Whatever. Yeah, I agree. So I'm always supportive of people who do that. So mm-hmm. you're not... That's why I like with Cardi B when she says, like, I have black heritage in me. Stop telling me I'm not... I don't have it in me. And maybe that's where she's gotten a lot of her strength from or whatever. We don't know what her grandparents... Don't worry, I saw <laughs> 
I'm not trying. To, I'm play, not trying to play devil's advocate, advocate like the way um, Chad would at the meeting at work. But at the same time, <laughs> I have to put on my, I'm putting on my Chad right now. Okay, I, I don't even know who Chad is, but this is crazy. Oh, <laughs> Everybody has a Chad at work. Oh my god. Okay, I do have a Chad at work. But go on. Yeah, you know where you have to play devil's advocate, and that's what they tend to do. So maybe his name is Sean. Sean seems to be a really big one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, like I'm just supportive of that. Like, I am supportive of that. And again, I like you as a person. Um, you've probably, again, you probably, again, I know you have like your black friends and whatever the case is. I understand that. But it's just like, I know all, like some of y'all people will understand. Like when the white girls, you know, with the gel down hair. And, you know, the ones that would, like, try to bust their kids' asses in front of people to make. I just don't like what you guys perceive as a black woman and what you try to emulate. It actually annoys me. Mm -hmm. um, Cardi B, get it. You told, like, but you're not. You're still not. Mm -hmm. And I've had this conversation with white women who've only fucked, sorry, had sex with black men. And only had black children and try to be like, but Tanya, but I'm, and like, yeah, but no. But no. What are they trying to say? They're, they're black? Or they're yes. Black? And then people will start bringing up to you, you know, all my great great grandmother. If you, that's lovely. I'm, I'm glad. Oh, you that mean your I'm great glad. Grandmother who was raped by the master. Girl, I didn't even go there. Okay. Okay. So my thing is that I feel like we need to own. Like we're so accepting of everybody just jumping on our bandwagon. Mm. No, because it is. It's a life. And it's an experience. And if you don't yes. know this, okay. you don't get to jump on. I'm so happy you're lying with me because I was talking to my mom about The Bachelor. I don't know if you're watching The Bachelor no. this season. So apparently he's the first black, black guy. Yep. Again, he's actually a mixed race. Mm -hmm. He's black presenting. Mm -hmm. And I hate when people do that. They don't acknowledge the fact that his, I think his mother's Italian and his mm -hmm. dad's Nigerian. Mm -hmm. um, but he's raised by his mom. So he's raised by a white mom. Whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. And she raised a, a, a great child from yeah. what I can see. Successful. Everything that like a parent would mm -hmm. want. Anyways, so one of the contestants on the show comes from a town where that's very racist. If you're black after like a certain time, they would like shoot you. That's their history. Like very racist background. And then she was in like a kind of plantation party just in like 2018 when she was in college and all this kind of stuff has been known, quote unquote, this is all alleged mm -hmm. um, to be racist in the back in the, the past and da, da da da. And it's one of the top contenders, top three. So when the host of The Bachelor was having a conversation with a former bachelor named Rachel, bachelor, mm -hmm. excuse me, mm -hmm. named Rachel, and she's black. She's the first black bachelorette who married the Latino guy. Mm -hmm. They're, like, really happy and shit. Um, he was defending the girl for her past and saying it was a long time ago and the fact that, like, she didn't know better. But it was, like, 2018. And he's like, who's this woke squad trying to cancel everyone? And rather than just being like, I don't know what actions she's had in the past, but those were not things that I would condone. He doubled down and defended this girl for her uh, racist habits. So it's now this whole, again, this conversation of race, this guy has selected someone, him as a mixed race black person, mm -hmm. you know, now has to understand how the world sees him and sees his people. Like, even though he has that heritage in there that is still, excuse me, part right, white, um, sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> he has to now understand his blackness and how it's perceived. Because he was probably just going through life not that I know, but, you know, being, like, wanted by black women, being wanted by white women, because he plays in both mm -hmm. areas. That's just natural. That's yeah. his heritage, his background. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with this. I kind of forget where I was going with this, but 
it was just interesting to me, like how that again, it's good to be, and it's good to be black when but, it's good to be, when it's good to be black. Yeah, you know, like you got the opportunity to be the back first black bachelor, quote unquote. Sorry, I, I also have an issue with not allowing mixed race people to identify how they, they want to be should. identified. They should. Um, yeah, they should. They should be able to identify. Because a lot of people always automatically put them into one or the other. So, you know, I have half brother and sister. Mm-hmm. They're both half white. Mm-hmm. Um, when my father passed away, my brother and I went to go bury him. Everybody there was calling him a white man. My brother looks black. But everybody here calls him black. And I asked him, how do you feel about that? He's like, it's very confusing being in a world where mm-hmm. people see two sides of you. Mm-hmm. Like, your, his features are traditionally black. Mm-hmm. He has hair like mine, like mm-hmm. everything like that. He's just a lighter version of me, literally. Mm-hmm. So, it was just really complicated to understand that. And it that's is. when I started to stop a lot, like, stop putting pressure on mixed race people and allow them to identify how they want to identify. Because yes. if they say they want to be identified as black and they're, they're not erasing, but they're not outwardly acknowledging their white heritage in this example, I will see them as a black person. and have them as part of the black experience and as part of the black diaspora. That's what I was asking you. How far does a black diaspora extend to? Is it just people who look black? Mm. Or when you have someone who's mixed race, yes, that's the first step of someone being half this, half that. But as it goes down, if they're still identifying to the struggle and they're still doing things for the struggle, I don't care if it's four generations, it does matter, are we still yeah. not seeing that they're you, That does black? matter. You're right. That does matter. So if they, again, it's not even, if that's how you identify and that's how you live in, the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation. But what I'm saying, like, generations down where it's just like, yo, and you don't, that's not how you guys identify. And that's not, because that's, that's been my experience. That so isn't how you identify. If that joke came from a background where they, they were flushing it out, flushing it out, flushing it out. And that's how he's been brainwashed. Mm-hmm. That's what he's known. But now as he's starting to learn for himself and he's going forward, he's like, no, I, under, I identify with it. And the fact that he's from New York, on top of that, Sonia, sorry, don't roll your eyes. They can't see it. But me so, can see. If if we need to speak my patois, make us Okay, I'm done with yeah? you. <laughs> like, okay, but I get what you're saying, Cass, but that's okay, I'm just looking for my light. <laughs> I've just been looking for this lighter for I have it. <laughs> okay. I understand what you're saying, Cass. I just don't feel like so if the whole world, because again, everybody, if you trace long enough, has black in them. I don't feel, I feel like you get to, yes, you get to learn about something that is in your heritage, but I don't think you get to just switch and be like, okay, no, I'm a black man now. But why? No, no. He didn't say he was a black man. He said he's Afro-Latino. And he's still trying to justify that he can say nigga. You know that, right? Because it was a big, it was a big issue. And that's what I feel like. Although you're Afro-Latino now because people keep saying he shouldn't say it. Mm. So everybody's like, that's why it's all coming up. Cardi B's. Same thing, because they said she shouldn't say nigga. Okay? Mm-hmm. That girl on the friggin' basketball wife. Same thing. Because they said you shouldn't say nigger. Mm-hmm. Well, she's Afro-Latina. No, guys, you don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. That you do not get to do. You are not, you don't know my, you do not know, at the end of the day, as a black person, you do not know my life and you do not know my struggle. True. You don't get to just, I, it's in your background, and that's fine. You can say, yeah, you know, that's like somebody having Asian, that's like Sheena and them trying to fucking say I'm, I'm Chinese. Poor Sheena. Ah. That's like Sheena and them saying I'm Chinese. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? Is it okay? Is the Asian community going to accept that? No, they're not. They do have Asian in their background. It's actually pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. 
So why the hell do we have to? Grandfathers? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. So why the hell do I have to? And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, black people, why black, are we always just like, always let's come on in. Yeah. Even if you guys don't like us, come on in. No, I'm telling you, no. I'm saying that's nice that you have that in your background. You are still a Hispanic, Latina person. You are not, like, you are not, you're not black. You have African in your background. That's fine. That's cool. Okay. I'll take that. Because again, until a black, a, a black and Asian, um, that tennis girl who is oh, legit, she cannot say she's Asian, Cassandra, and she is legit half and half. It's not crazy. So then, don't tell me to tell take nobody that four generations down. Now you want to come all of a sudden? I'm Afro Latina. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. Yo. Tell a black person can do the same thing. No, you guys can't. That's how I feel. All right, well, Sonia, I have enjoyed this time I today. Did. I have enjoyed your perspective <laughs> on your, your Afro-Latina. <laughs> I know, I sound like I was attacking Afro-Latina. It was just, it, it was just you, you guys. Know, the, the, the Afro-Latino diaspora. <clears throat> Sonia came for you. There's real Afro-Latinas, and I'm, you're, I'm all for you guys, no problem. Mm -hmm. But the real ones. Okay, I agree. But I know we've started talking off. Sorry. We started no, talking we totally about. Lost the track of That's fine. We lost the, we went off track and I like it. It's authentic conversation. It is something authentic. I prefer. Yes. And it is a topic that does affect us and impact us mm -hmm. a lot. And I think that the perspective of two women yes. talking about it, because I talk about race, but not all, but like not fully. Because mm. you know, for me personally, I'm a person who's very like, mm, you know, middle of the road. Yes. With a lot of my opinions because I do have strong opinions. But I always sometimes leave my strong opinions for those who can handle them. That's fair. Sometimes. But sometimes I will be very, like, outward with it. Mm. And other times I'm just like, you don't get that from me today. But anyways, we were talking about, you know, these fuck guys. And at the end of the day, treat people nicely. And you'll yeah. be treated nicely yeah. across the board. Especially in men. If you treat women nicely, they will treat you better than you treat them. So just keep that in mind. All right, guys, so uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bruising Bruja House with me, Cassandra, Melody, and my good girl. My, my good as gal. Blah, 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 blah. We cannot get two Jamaicans on a podcast together. It, it's too. It's out of order. It's unruly. <laughs> it's a lot of noise. It's just a lot of noise. I had so much fun. I can't wait to do this again. Oh, yeah. So I'm just coming back every week, guys. I really am. Okay, bye. Bye.